0: Just when you thought that the 80s were coming back, the 90s decided to come back instead. You're listening to Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza, and today we're going to talk about Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe. Now, Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe is one of those movies that you kind of need to be a fan of Beavis and Butthead to get. Like, if you've never seen an episode of Beavis and Butthead, I can see the appeal, but I certainly think it's one of those um, works where you'll definitely get something out of it if you are a fan of this particular franchise. For those of you who are not familiar with Beavis and Butthead or kind of need a crash course on it, they are—they were a television duel that starred in the show Beavis and Butthead in the 1990s and basically it was two lazy teenagers who were so idiotic that they pretty much ruined the lives of everybody around them and they were always trying to get laid. And it was basically the whole joke of the series, but what worked about Beavis and Butt-Head was the commentary that it always had about disinfected teenagers, like how the world itself is sometimes a little too authority-based and that these teenagers could have benefited from a lot of things other than really, I'm gonna say this, really strict authority figures. Or it's a series about political correctness, too, in which the teenagers themselves are exploring this landscape of trying to be politically correct, but not understanding what that means. There's also a lot of commentary on just the fact that, like, you know, people are just kind of dumb and they say dumb things, or they are, like, bigot- bi- <laughs> like, I guess bigots? I don't know, there was one episode where Beeson and but had kind of made, like, a derogatory like statement about somebody, but there would be times where, like, they would correct themselves and then even go further with the So the joke is that Beavis and Butthead are just morons, you know, it's funny because Beavis and Butthead is one of those television programs that is so insightful with its commentary, even though it does present a certain era of stupidity in it. Like, it does show you this, like, group of people that are obviously idiots, but, you know, there are people out there that find some wisdom in the program, and I certainly did too. Beavis and Butthead, and then the Beavis and Butthead movie, which is Beavis and Butthead Do America... That was a great movie. I recently rewatched it and I thought this holds up a lot, especially considering that it has a lot of 90s stuff in it. Like when you watch it, you see Bill Clinton, you see Chelsea Clinton. You see a lot of stuff in it that's like, okay, well, they wouldn't have those people in it anymore because it's obviously not 1999. But *Beavis and the America holds up pretty well because of how well animated it is and Beer about as a television show has had a very strong history just the fact that it's always been consistently Brought back in some way or some form, like they've always tried to bring it back, and there's always some positive reception. It when it had its revival back in 2011, I actually was really happy with it. I thought it was a good revival. Sure, some of the humor maybe doesn't age as well, not because it's politically incorrect, mind you. It's not that. It's the fact that a lot of the humor is very like 90s, so you have to kind of adjust it to being being about today instead of about the 90s. And so that version does. Sort of hurt itself because of that, but what about Beavis and Butthead do Amer uh, do the universe now? Beavis and Butthead do the universe, in my opinion, is the best way to basically take the '90s storylines and jokes and adapt into today. So the story is essentially Beavis and Butthead get in trouble like they always do. They're starting fires. They're doing their same old bullshit, and so Beavis and Butthead decide to get in trouble, and so. Just the idea of them facing consequences is interesting, right? Like, you think, these characters have gotten away with so much crap in the past, they can't possibly get away with it this time. But they do, because there's a creative judge who conveniently sends them to space camp where they can benefit from positive social um, interaction, I would say. So Beerus and Butthead basically get into the space program and they mess around and somehow convince the space uh, program leaders to get them on their next NASA mission. And so what happens is that they get into a black hole because, you know, obviously Beavis and Butthead are so dumb and so troublesome that they're going to get into trouble, even if they are surrounded by a bunch of responsible adults. So what happens is that Beavis and Butthead are put in a black hole where they wake up 22 years later in 2022. And, well, that's what happens when you are Beavis and Butthead. But you know what? I actually really like this movie you know I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna say what my star rating is right now it's a three-star rating it's definitely three star borderline three and a half stars because it is that clever now Beavis and Butthead do the universe I know that people who are what I like to call refined film watchers might look at Beavis and Butthead do the universe the trailer for it and think I don't get it Brian what's so good about Beavis and Butthead it's the fact that like these two characters are just so funny in any situation. The fact that, like Mike Judge, who is the writer, director, and creator of these characters, he is able to get these two idiotic characters and not only make them distinguishable from each other, but them in situations that are just so funny. The fact that everyone else around them are are so serious, and they think they seem to think that Beavis and Behead are these articulate, intelligent creatures that just happen to get away <laughs> with a lot of stuff. Like, Beavis and Behead will literally, like, just leave a place and leave a mess, and these people will think that, oh my god, this, these intelligent creatures are mocking us. How did they successfully leave? Because Beavers and Butthead get bored so easily that they don't have to stay in one place uh, for too long, and so therefore, that's why they're able to be one step ahead of everybody else. It's just stuff like that is that is so funny to me. Just the fact that Beavers and Butthead are so idiotic and so dumb, but this world treats them seriously, and they are always behind him, behind them. You know, like they're never, they're never able to take advantage of the fact that they are dumb and easily could be caught. But the fact is that Beavis and Butthead are just two teenagers just wanting to watch TV. That's essentially the joke is that Beavis and Butthead are just a bunch of lazy characters and nobody knows how to deal with them. And I think that's really funny. I think there is something really clever about the fact that Beavis and Butthead, you know, they just laugh and giggle and they sort of make jokes about everything. Every joke they make, a and regarding these two characters their interactions together are is brilliant I think it's funny how the two of them play off of each other obviously they're played by the same person but Mike Judge really convinces you that these are two separate beans and even though they're both stupid they're stupid in different ways like beavis is stupid in the sense that like he's chaotically stupid like he could start a fire at any time start burning people start you know like being he's kind of more obsessive Uh, Obsessive in his stupidity. Like, if there's something that catches his eye, he'll be obsessed with it. But I'll be honest about Beavis. I loved Beavis in this movie, the blonde one. (laughs) Now, Beavis, I loved him in this movie because of the fact that he gets a little bit more development than previously. Like, there is this storyline about him falling in love with this woman who is the main antagonist of the film. But I don't want to get too much because I don't want to spoil too many of the jokes because it's one of those things where you kind of have to see it. But she is a great antagonist. I'll say that first. I think Serena is a great antagonist for these characters. And it's just, it's brilliant. I don't know. It, I think it makes sense to have her as the antagonist. I, I appreciate that. Because in even and do America, they had um, men as the antagonists, like male government officials, which makes sense for the 90s. So it's interesting to see like a female government official in this world actually be the antagonist. Now now makes sense. I can see that working. There is sort of an interesting take on her. Like, I don't know. I don't want to make assumptions, but I think she resembles a lot of like women politicians in a very strange way, but I don't want to make too much speculation on that because of the fact that maybe I'm just reaching for it. So, if you see it, you you probably saw the same person I thought. I was like, mm, this person resembles this politician a little too much. But it's funny because, you know, they're still likable. So anyway, getting back to Beavis. Now, Beavis has this storyline where he is in love with Serena. And obviously, because Beavis is an idiot, he thinks Serena likes him back and so in the way they're doing it in the movie it's very clever and it gives Beavis a lot of development now a lot of people were saying that Beavis and Butthead as a series wouldn't work today because quote unquote it's too politically incorrect which by the way that's not true it clearly still works they still have their politically incorrect jokes but I like the fact that instead of like just doing politically politically incorrect humor They decided to give Beavis a little bit more development, and heck, they even give Butthead some more development by playing into the idea that maybe Butthead's not a great friend to Beavis. (laughs) Like, I, I like the fact that they actually consider that for a second. But what I think I like about Beavis' development is that Beavis is actually like funnier because of it. I think they realize that these characters have to sort of adapt with the times and show their, you know, vulnerabilities in order to be funny. And I think I I, I like that direction. I like how that, that makes Beavis a little bit different from Butthead, even further, because the fact is that they are both different. They're distinguishable characters. They are, even though they're both idiots. The fact is that Butthead's a little bit more Articulate, but not by much, and Beavis is a little bit more, you know, chaotic. Like I said, and so to have Beavis get a little bit more development makes him a better foil to Butthead. Of course, foil is a strong word, strong word, because well, they're both friends and they're both dumb and they hang around each other a little bit too much now I will say that there are some politically incorrect humor that actually works really well and what I like about Beavis and Butthead's brand of politically incorrect humor that I think doesn't really work with other stuff is that there's this notion that like we're so politically correct nowadays that we can't make fun of like certain things and my first thought is okay well do you have to make fun of that specific group of people to be funny even George Carlin tells you not to do that it's it's interesting how people sort of misquote George Carlin and try to make it seem like he's someone that wants everyone to be offended for the sake of being offended without thinking about the fact that he believes in punching up. Now, Beavis and Butthead has always been famous for punching up against authority because the idea is that these authority figures do not have Beavis and Butthead's best interests in mind. Or maybe they do have their best interests in mind and Beavis and Butthead are the ones being punched up because they are the teenagers that are getting away with doing some stupid crap. The fact is that Beavis and Butthead are purposely meant to be dumb characters, that their stupidity plays into the idea of like these teenagers thinking that they're better than the world and just fucking around. And so it's interesting how Beavis and Butthead is able to meld these two things, like making fun of Beavis and Butthead and using Beavis and Butthead to make fun of, like, these authority figures. So it's sort of like, it doesn't even feel like it's playing the both sides angle, it just sort of plays into this idea that, like, you know, the disinfected teenagers, the terrible (laughs) white teenagers or whatever, like, they're just being so, like privilege and all that and they just get try to get away with it get away as with as much as they can you know they that is part of the humor now now you might have noticed I used the phrase white teenagers right so before you try to accuse me of this racism I do want to like say very carefully that there is a joke in this film about white privilege but I don't want to get too much into it because again i think a lot of these jokes really work when you see the damn film i don't, I don't think i need to be reciting jokes to you but beavers and butthead do the universe has this really interesting discussion on white privilege and i think it's really nuanced you would think that they would just be laughing at the whole concept but beavers and butthead funny enough give the concept it's time to be taken seriously But to also, like, make fun of the fact that there's a lot of hypocrisy in certain feminist spaces, like the fact, I'll I'll reveal one part that I liked was the idea that there are men in those spaces that will, like, take the space and, like, try to, let's be honest, you know what I mean, like, basically perpetuate you know there's the, the idea that like male dominance you know like we live in a male dominant society basically using that space to try to perpetuate that again like i've met men in feminist spaces who basically sit there the whole time trying to correct women trying to speak for women or speak for women and they're so obnoxious because of the fact that like they are just not knowing that this is a space where like women should talk about their rights but these men just show up like hey listen Linda that's not true let me tell you let me tell you let me tell you and then they just go on and on about something that's like well Linda actually said that I think they call it mansplaining in a lot of circles and I've seen a lot of that in real life that I don't think that's an offensive term I've seen a lot of men correct women (laughs) I've even seen some of my family members correct the women in our family and I'm like okay y'all we need to stop but see what I'm trying to say is that Beavis and Butthead does actually capture that essence pretty well there's a scene where this guy is basically like correcting another person in the classroom it's a gender studies classroom and I like the fact that like Beavers and Butthead are actually treated rather compassionately in the classroom. It's not at all like a complete like riff on gender and sexuality classrooms. What it does is that Beavers and Butthead walk into a classroom, and the joke is that Beavers and behead are in the classroom. Why would they be in that classroom? What would they gain from it? And I think it's actually really good commentary on how like a lot of people will take those classes as an elective and then not get the right lessons out of it let's say i've, I've met people who take those classes and it's like okay well you obviously didn't benefit from them and i think beers and but do, does a good job of making fun of people with white privilege not making fun of people who talk about white privilege which is funny because like you would think that a lot by by the perception of a lot of fans that they're making fun of the students or the teacher they could be i mean i, I there's an argument that they might be making fun of the students who explain white privilege to be risen butthead. but the fact is that they are given actual like time to be you know thoughtfully written characters to an extent like and i mean that in the sense that they're not like three dimensional characters they don't have an arc they only have one scene but they are actually given a, let's just say a personality that is not like screaming feminists. You know what I mean. Like I've seen a lot of comedies where like these feminists are written as like monsters that are always screaming, and so I like the fact that Beavis and Butthead. You know they're idiots, but they're not being screamed at. They're actually being talked to and taken seriously. Like I said, like the whole joke is that this world in is so serious and takes Beavis and Butthead's antics as serious and sincere even though they're just morons who wanna watch TV all day and that's actually really funny and so what I like about it is that like Beavis and Butthead are taken seriously and the joke is basically Beavis and Butthead do understand white privilege but maybe not in the way they want them to so I'll be honest it, it was hilarious. That white privilege scene is probably the best scene in the entire movie, and I think the whole concept of this movie is hilarious. Just the idea of like a multiverse or like universe movie with Beavis and Butthead, makes, it just makes me laugh. And honestly, and I, I do want to add one more thing. Smart Beavis and Smart Butthead, give me more of that. Beavis and Butthead is gonna be coming back on Paramount Plus later this year, so if you wanna catch up Go watch *Beers of a the Universe*. It, I think if this is the direction the series is going to go into, I'm going to be honest, that would be brilliant. I really hope that the series really g- is as intelligent and as funny as this movie. Sure, this movie is not like perfect when it comes to the plot, but you know what? It's a solid, very funny romp. Go watch it.